Studio Donegal is a small woollen mill in Kilcar, South Donegal, which does its own carding, spinning, hand weaving and garment making on site. The first woollen mill on the site opened in the 1930s and lived through various incarnations before becoming a shop and studio where visitors can watch and converse with the weavers as they work. But even tooled up for the experience economy, the industry's future and the future of its unique, sometimes loud, sound world are not necessarily clear. Anya Gallagher brought her microphones to Studio Donegal to listen to the looms and their operators. Warp is the one that runs from the beam through the here. The weft is the one in the shuttle that, cross, that crosses over and back. Yeah. This is the warp, the wefts and the shuttle. The bobbins are filled in the machine downstairs. So you place the bobbin in the shuttle when the bobbin runs out, replace it with another one and that's the weft. These slums here, though, they'll certainly be over 90 years, maybe 100 years. You can do some nice designs on them, you know, like this, this design here that, I, that I'm doing. This is, this is probably the biggest selling design that we have. It's all in the setup out, out here. There, there does be times where you'll see, you'll see mistakes, like, you know, but usually it's at the start of a piece that you would see it. After you set up your pattern, you would see a mistake at the beginning once once you start weaving it. And usually, most of the time, you can correct it. Um, how many hours a day do you weave? I would uh, weave here for eight hours every day, five days a week. I imagine that it really requires kind of getting into a rhythm. Well, it all sounds very rhythmical, so I assume that you work in the rhythm as well. Oh, yeah. It's all about the timing. Like, timing is key. But, like, from the three looms that's going together, they're quite noisy, so I would tend to listen to some music or listen to the radio or something because I don't like the noise myself, sure. you know? Yeah. Because it's quite, quite loud, you know? I'm just actually what they call setting up a piece here. I'm knotting in this colour to the what the colours and they're actually the same design, same weave, only a different colour. And this is for upholstery. I've just finished it, it's going to Denmark. So I'm just actually knotting up the threads here. And then when I've got one knotted, I just wind them through. And it saves me the trouble of putting them through these little small headlays here, or the reed inside, and it cuts the time in half and I'm just ready to go in about two hours. There's actually 633 threads on this here. Wait, what's weight? Uh, we usually we usually work about 680 threads wide. Depends on t what type of yarn you're using as well. Tony will be on about over 800 ends here. That's a finer yarn. That's for clothing. So there are different types of reeds uh, for whatever type of material you're using. So Tony's on actually 14 threads of an inch here, widthways and lengthways. So I'm on just 10 threads widthways and lengthways. Started in 1970, 51 years ago. I was working for McGee's in the old town, but they had a lot of workers based, it was a big cottage industry. So then I left them after a year or so and on to work on a draft for another company, Gilthrian, where we had 36 limbs at one time working in the one place. Yeah, that, that is true. And I actually worked before the electricity came to the house where I worked with the old type tally lamp, Parliament Oil and Methodist Spirits. There's a big uh, improvement in some aspects of them, you know, we do have plastic here now where there used to be timber and uh, we have different type of shuttles, better wheels in them. 
the yarn's much better than back years ago. Big, big improvement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm actually setting up this loom here now, and there's four shafts or headers on this loom here. And there's four pedals here at the bottom, and they're all connected to one another. So you can make so many different designs. You can make planes, twills, uh, herringbones, so many different types of, 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 of fabric, you know. Your, your pattern's actually in here. The rotation of the threads through these wee small eyes here, this is where you create your pattern. Your pattern's in here at all times. And when that's done right, it's done right forever, because we usually have got so many sets of heddles. And uh, then these are here, I connect these pedals down here. And when you're in there sitting weaving, you've got to press the pedal. Every time you put the shuttle across, you've got to press a different pedal. That's all together. So a lot of the making is in setup, really? Exactly. Yeah, as you just see now, that other one with Kevin, he's doing the American design. Well, there's a nice diamond design in it as well, but he's got a count as he goes along. I don't have to count in this particular one because there's just one solid weft. That means only one colour, and it's a plain weave, so just keep on going to come to the end of it. There's no counting involved here. But the, the, well, the biggest problem with the minute is the handling weavers are almost gone. When I started McGee's, I think they had about 170 men going at him. They've got one left. Here, strictly all handwoven. We've got three here. Our draw, where we came from, there was hundreds of men working on our draw when we started 50 years ago. We're down to a handful. And so why the drop-off in, in people practising this craft? I just don't know what the problem is. The only thing, the difference I see in that, when I started out first, a woman wouldn't be allowed to sit on a limb. Now it's mainly women that are into it. In fact, I had the wind, I've got eight students, and I've got six of them are women, two men. So it's good to see the women getting involved in it as well, like you know, but... Uh, there's a mini revival on the way at the minute, whatever length of time it lasts, I don't know. John, Ina. And how long have you been here? 16 years. Yeah, I'm probably even longer than that, Tony Bristlin. I was in the mart in the 60s, so I'm at it a long time. That time there were some, there were, every house had a weaver that time, you know, it was... Uh, so, were one of your parents weaving? Yeah. Yeah. And my uncles and all, everybody learned at that time. Some of my brothers learned it, they didn't keep it up. I, I left it for 20, 30 years and then I just come back in a part-time, part-time now. And is it a skill that requires a lot of practice to keep it up? It's one of them things you can learn. Yeah, yeah. With, with designs now, you could learn, you can learn new new designs every every day, you know, but the, the, the ordinary... Uh, You'll learn that in probably a short time, maybe you give it six months or something, you know. Yeah. I yeah. guess the designs change with the with the change in yeah. season yeah. and with the change in fashion. It was all, it was all, uh, it was all cloth, mm. you know. Uh, uh, after the war, the, the tweed, the tweed became famous for for uh, for for heat, and it was uh, it was a lot after the after the Second World War. So, but then the designs changed. Now we do a variety here. We do a big variety of, of uh, throws and scarves in, in Studio Donegal. And uh, this is the way it's all been always been done. Uh, and everything here is hand, handmade, it can be seen. There, John Hina, Tony Breslin, and Kevin McGillicuddy, the in-house weavers at Studio Donegal in Kilcar. Onya Gallagher was the reporter.